This is the Village Church Q&A podcast, where our goal is to create digital, shareable, and helpful content to make disciples who will go, grow, and overcome. Welcome to the Village Church Q&A podcast. Pastor Michael here with you, and this week I am in the studio with my bride, Brianne Fueling. She, um, among many other things, is my wife, mother of our three children. She is a licensed professional clinical licensed clinical professional counselor <laughs> that um, she's also a florist and uh, many other wonderful things so um, today she is going to be speaking more from the counselor perspective we've mm-hmm. actually received a number of questions um, about anxiety and worry and so we try to bring those questions together to um, some core ones so today and tomorrow we're going to really talk about anxiety and the question for today is this how does God view anxiety. What say you, Brianne? Yeah. So I'm just going to start off by defining anxiety. And so a definition that we'll work with is anxiety is a feeling of worry, nervousness, or uneasiness, possibly apprehension that grows. Clinically, there's many ways that anxiety can display itself, but for the purposes of this podcast, we'll just kind of lump them all together and call it anxiety. And so when we look at how does God view anxiety, I think that he gives us a really clear perspective. One of the things I love about God's word is that he so clearly speaks to this issue. And it's an issue that so many of us struggle with from time to time. And so John 10.10 says, The thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy, but I have come to give you life abundant. And when I think about what God views anxiety, he looks at that and he sees it as something that steals, kills, and destroys our hearts. So what would you say are the origins of anxiety? Where does it come from? So I think just as any other struggle or sin that we have that we have to wrestle through, I think that the origins can be influenced by evil forces. I think that it can be because of the own sin that we have in our in our lives, in our hearts, or it can be because of the sin that is being done to us by other people. So is it fair to say in the new heavens, the new earth, when we have new bodies, anxiety will not be present? Absolutely. Because I think when God looks at anxiety right now, it makes him sad Mm. Um, because I believe that no matter what the origin, the result is still the same and that um, he views it as our hearts and our minds stirring. And one of the greatest things that he desires for us is to be still and know that he is God. Mm. And anxiety is just the opposite of that. And so, so many times when we are stirring and our minds are racing and our bodies and our heart is pumping and our breath is short and whatever it may be that anxiety looks like for each individual, um, it usually happens in their head or in their heart or in their whole entire lungs. That is not a picture of what heaven will be like. Mm. And I believe that we're in, when we're in the presence of God, his presence has such a calming effect that we will know, we will see for sure that we have no reason to have any of this flurry going on inside of us um, and it'll just be calmed. So is it fair to say that um, sort of like when Jesus was on the boat and there's a stormy sea and it's chaos and everybody's running, which is a natural response to chaos in Mm -hmm. one level. Something's not right out there, Mm -hmm. um, but that God's intention is to bring the storm to a place of peace. And so peace is the opposite of of anxiety. Is that Mm -hmm. a fair analogy? Yeah, absolutely. And I think just looking at that that story, we also see that the source of peace 
is being able to have our eyes fixed on Jesus and his power in the yep. midst of that yep. and not looking at our own control or most of the time the lack thereof and being able to see, oh no, I can't fix this situation. What is going on? I'm out of control. Yep. And um, really looking at Jesus and looking at God and knowing that he is in control at all times. And, and even though we're not, maybe it's not going the way that we think that it should be going, mm. but at the same time, choosing to submit and choosing to put our our minds and our hearts, taking those thoughts captive, which we'll talk more about tomorrow, and really just sitting and letting him be God and letting yep. us just be his children. So talk about how God made the human body and um, why God wired us in such a way that we are even capable of having the physical responses of anxiety. So I believe that God made our body with the ability to, to feel anxiety as a warning signal, as a warning flag that goes up. I always think of you're on a boat and you see a big red flag go up and that's a warning signal that something is not right in that situation. And it's the same thing in our in our bodies, whether it's spiritually, physically, mentally, there is a flag that is going up that is showing us something is not going right. And so, so many times our goal is to get that flag to go back down. Get the anxiety to go away. I don't want to feel this. I hate feeling this. And I just want it to go away. But the Lord has created us that instead, if we look at the situation, if we look at the problem and we attend to it, that's where the anxiety is going to follow in in dispersing because we've attended to the source and to the catalyst of what is happening. Yeah, and I think that's so huge because we want to get rid of the pain, right. but meanwhile, the source of the pain is just going right. to keep causing ongoing right. pain if you don't bigger, deal with it. And it'll get better and it'll get stronger. And and so many people, and, and pain is such a good um, parallel to this because so many people, we live in a world where we try to numb pain and get rid of that, that's actually how we're graded in hospitals as to how we're attending to patients. If the pain is lowering or getting better, um, not necessarily as much as if the problem that's causing the pain is getting better. Amen. And so we all want to be comfortable. We don't want to feel this anymore. And I've had anxiety. I've been in those panic moments, those panic attacks. It, it's horrible. It's 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 horrifying. So many times we just want to make it go away. And that is not the purpose of anxiety. The purpose of anxiety is to make us uncomfortable so that we deal with what we need to deal with. The actual rather problem. Than, absolutely. Rather than just trying to make that feeling go away. Yep. And this this is uh, what I've been trying to particularly when I take the kids to school the last couple times is we keep talking about one principle. Deal with the hard stuff now yeah. because the hard stuff is going to be impossible later. Yep. And if you do the hard thing now, right. it'll be better later. Right. You get to the core and we want to run and be, you know, just be comfortable. You hit the nail on the head. Comfortable. Mm -hmm. um, we hate pain. And so we numb the pain rather than deal with the problem. Right. If I'm teaching a five and seven year old this, how much more do adults right. need this? But imagine Absolutely. if people could have learned this when they were kids yep. and they had a mom and dad and said, right. no, do the hard thing now so it's not impossible right. later. That, oh. Yeah. Mortify this now so that it doesn't grow. Yep. Because the only way to keep something from growing is to kill it, honestly. Yep. And so when we look at where anxiety comes from, what what are the roots? What are the what are the seeds? What are the the nourishing elements that helps the anxiety to grow? We see that so many times it comes from from control, hmm. which control really comes from the love of self and pride. And there's this concept of I want to control what's going on around me, and then maybe I have fear because I can't. Hmm. And it becomes it becomes a beast. Anxiety yep. is a beast, and it 
overtakes and controls so many people's lives. And so when we look at where it comes from, this is not a popular answer, but it really is that so many times they're in there. It's I I don't like the way that God is doing this. I don't like the way that this is working. I don't like the way that it makes me feel. I don't like that it's hard in so many different ways. Absolutely. And I want to take that back. And then so many other times, anxiety, you know, it absolutely so many times is, is, is enhanced by hormones. One of the examples I give is that oftentimes hormones don't usually make something appear out of nothing. Usually hormones take it and like, like it's a volume um, knob and they turn it from what normally would have been like a, a level two yep. and they turn it up to like an eight or nine. And so mm. it's still a legit concept, but it, it's making us feel it as though it was yep. bah, so much bigger than it actually is. Yep. Sort of like marriage. It takes problems that exist and just amplifies Absolutely. them or kids in a marriage. Mm-hmm. Already, it doesn't mm-hmm. create necessarily new problems all no. the time. Um, but, but it does amplify. It, it, yeah, it amplifies and magnifies them. And then and then the other place that anxiety comes from is that sometimes our brain chemistry is just off. And there can be so many different health causes. And that's why when people are experiencing anxiety, I always tell them you need to go to your primary care physician and have a physical done. You need to have your blood levels tested. Look at your thyroid. Look at so many different things. Um, but so, But sometimes the brain chemistry has learned from the way that we have been so consistently thinking and and in brain specs and in brain studies this is a beautiful thing that we get to see is that we have an effect on our brains if we choose to think negatively for years and years our brain chemistry actually responds to that and that's the way that it starts to happening so when we make try to make better choices try to make better thoughts it's hard um but it does change our brain and it and it does but the fabulous part of that is that if we can change our brain for the negative we also have the ability especially through the power of the holy spirit to change our brain for the positive and sometimes it's like trying to walk a new path in the middle of a forest and we don't know where to go and we just have to pull out those machetes and start chopping away but um, the hope is that in anxiety we can reteach our brain what to do and tomorrow we're going to talk about how to do that through truth and through so many different other helpful ways But I just think that I just really want our listeners to understand that um, no matter where our brains are at, no matter where our hearts are at, no matter where our bodies are at in the battle with anxiety, um, we have a God who just longs for us to be still and he longs to bring that message of hope to us. Mm, Amen. And so I know some people have met with pastors and counselors and they just kind of say, read your Bible more and pray. Um, And uh, I love that you acknowledge that it's, it's sometimes way bigger and deeper than that. And um, yes, sometimes it starts off mental, sometimes it starts off hormonal, sometimes mm-hmm. it starts off spiritual. Mm-hmm. But when all is said and done, um, God longs to enter into everyone's life who is experiencing yes. this and take the storm and the chaas and bring peace through mm-hmm. Jesus. To be and their peace, yes. Yes, and it will look different for everybody. And mm-hmm. the process and the pathway to peace mm-hmm. might look different depending on where you're at, but that's his objective. Yes. And it's possible in and through Jesus. So thank you. I'm so glad you're here. And I can't wait till tomorrow to talk about some practical steps to overcome anxiety. So listeners want to say thank you. Um, Three things I want to ask of you. Number one, would you um, share this podcast with someone in your life? that you think that this might be helpful or beneficial to them. Number two, um, would you submit your questions? You can go to vcob.org at the Village Church website. Right on the homepage is a button that says Village Village Church Q&A. 
podcast questions. Submit your questions there. Finally, number three, would you rate and review this podcast? The higher the ratings and the more reviews, um, the more iTunes pushes it to more people so that more people can have access to this podcast. Thank you, and we will see you tomorrow. Hey, Village Church Q&A podcast audience. I'm going to do a really cool producer-like awesome voice. You ready? Welcome to the Village Church. No, I can't do that. That's not bad. I don't like that. That is bad, actually. That is very bad. Okay, ready? Hello. No. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> you can't. That's a sign from the Lord to stop. Go. We don't have much time. All right, sh- stop talking. Shh. I'll do this.